2: And good afternoon once again. It is Bill Bunkley on this Wednesday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, the seventh day of March. And, uh, yes, indeed, we are getting a little bit closer to hopefully concluding the regular session of the Florida legislature in Tallahassee. Well, the House began at 1030 this morning, that being the Florida House of Representatives. And after uh, introductions and uh, TPing one bill and approving another, They have basically been in the final debate, um, final opportunity for members to weigh in on Senate Bill 7026. Now, the Senate bill is now the bill that has to do with the Parkland school shooting. There's two other bills having to do with public records, Senate Bill 1940 and Senate Bill 7024. Those will pass uh, very quickly after uh, Senate Bill 726 is dispersed. But here's your headlines uh, for today's show as we are giving you our exclusive Florida coverage of uh, the 2018 legislative session. Headlines this afternoon we'll be talking about, of course, I'll let you know uh, in just a moment what um, what the current status is in the Florida House of Representatives as they get closer and closer to The final vote on this uh, Parkland package. A lot of politics at play. I'll uh, be uh, breaking that down here in just a moment. Then we'll also be talking about action taking place uh, down the hall, opposite end of the Capitol, and that's in the Florida Senate. And that's because uh, we've got uh, some updates to give you and some movement on uh, state-sanctioned gambling and gambling expansion. And that has to do with Senate Bill 840, so we'll be giving you those updates as well. But first, let me give you the breaking news of a couple of hours ago. We heard from uh, Senator Bradley um, uh, first that uh, uh, apparently there is a deal now on the 2018-2019 budget for the state of Florida and that has uh, finally gotten to uh, the level that uh, both sides, both the Florida House, the Florida Senate, Republican leadership, feel comfortable in saying that they have a deal. Now we don't know exactly um, uh, because the the deal and the the legislation was not laid on the table of the legislators by midnight last night. At the very least, we're talking about an extension. Of the session, the session the regular session would normally end at eleven fifty nine this coming Friday night. We know already that there's going to be uh, an extension at least until Saturday and right now, keep in mind this is a very extensive document that has to be uh, all put in order, uh, proof to some degree. And then when it's ready, it will be laid on the desk of the, um, of the legislators to inspect. Now, they will have 72 hours from the time it's officially laid on the desk before they can indeed vote on it. And so with that, that's uh, what we're looking at uh, in terms of um, the timing. Now, the question is whether it would happen uh, now or whether, uh, excuse me, Saturday uh, I think if uh, they cannot make the schedule work out for Saturday, it's going to be a, uh, a Monday situation. I don't think that they would have a Sunday session, so they would just sort of extend it out and um, uh, have it go into the next day, uh, into Monday, I should say. So with that, um, now, there's a little bit of drama that's going on with the budget. Uh, it's hard to tell whether it's true or not true. But um, many different moving parts, whether it's uh, in the Congress, in the U.S. House, in the U.S. Senate, or if it's here uh, as we're looking at the state capitol in Tallahassee, there's always moving parts among uh, very major pieces of legislation. In a moment, I'll be co- commenting on um, how uh, close this vote may or may not be in the Florida House to pass this uh this uh, very quickly cobbled together package uh dealing with um, issues that uh the Florida legislature uh, combined uh, you know liberals uh, uh, independents conservatives republicans democrats uh, all of what uh, that very diverse group of uh state um representatives in both the uh, Florida Senate and Florida House can come together and to uh, pass a bill, as uh, what many are talking about, uh, is possibly a first step. Now, when I uh, I want you to just I'm going to want you to just remember what I just said because I'm going to come back to the budget in just a moment, because um, there may be parts of that budget that in fact uh, are ready to go, but they haven't been signed off, and I'm talking about over on the side of the House of Representatives. Now, with that thought in mind. Let me give you an update of what's happening on this package for the uh, Parkland uh, shooting. There is a tremendous amount of arm-twisting, a tremendous amount of pressure by special interest groups on everybody in this chamber. And there's 120 members uh, of the Florida House of Representatives, uh, Democrats and Republicans. I want to tell you that those... um, Special interest groups on the left and special interest groups on the right uh, that have a, a pony in this uh, particular debate, they have put the pressure on and they put the pressure on hard. Let me give you an example. It's being felt by both Democrats and Republicans. And as we have listened to the debate all throughout the day, there has been a, a, a number of uh, Florida House members who have been commenting about the pressure they have been getting and uh, they have not been very positive when talking about the pressure Uh, and we've heard uh, threats, demands and uh, in fact uh, one of our state legislators was told that if he voted on this bill uh, he got some i don't I, I i don't recall whether it was a voice message or an email. There was some form of communication and this was before the uh the package even was uh, put together but uh, this representative got a communication from either one of his constituents or might not have been a constituent but basically the message was this: hey, Mr. state representative, I know your family." I know your two daughters, and uh, if you don't vote right, I would hate for you to end up like one of those parents of uh, the kids uh, who got killed in Parkland. Now, I want to tell you that um, we live in an open society. We live in a society where I wholeheartedly support the First Amendment. But I got to tell you that uh, in light of that First Amendment, you can't threaten a legislator or you can't threaten the president, member of Congress. But at the same time, I'm sharing with you a little bit of um, the human drama that's taking place uh, over this bill that has uh, really stoked uh, passions on both sides of the, uh, of the political aisle. So let's take a look at the Democrats first. By the way, the phone lines are open. If you'd like to secure a spot and join the conversation, let's just give you the uh, statewide toll-free number, also the toll-free number around uh, the country. Uh, if you'd like to join the conversation, call us right now at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Joe Weaver, who uh, is uh, our head of uh, operations and programming for uh, uh, our um, cluster of radio stations here in west central florida he is covering for the vacationing mike miracle and so if you'd like to call he'll be greeting you 877-943-9673 so before we uh, have our first opportunity to uh, check in with our wonderful sponsors let me just uh, tell you the democratic side Um, the teachers unions as well as some of the school board and uh, a lot of those uh, work uh, walk hand in hand on agendas with the pta uh, they have been very, very vocal and uh, very demanding that no Democrat uh, should vote in the Florida House on this, uh, on this package because it has the optional arming uh, with specialized, specific training of teachers on a voluntary basis who would like to do this. The, um, the hard left has said that is a non-negotiable item. They want to keep, um, well, some would say they want to keep the schools uh, a gun-free zone. Obviously, they're not gun-free if you have a school resource officer. But um, they have told their Democratic members in the Florida House that uh, very hard lobbying, you don't vote for this bill. Well, I can tell you already, by virtue of, this is my third day, uh, we had eight hours of debate in the Florida Senate on this bill which that's how I spent my Saturday, by and large. We had uh, eight-plus hours yesterday going through, uh, ended up being 60, 62, 63 amendments, somewhere in that area. All of those amendments were voted down, and I'll tell you why when we come back from the break. Um, And so now we have been on this since probably around 1045 this morning. So um, to tell you how exciting it is for your uh, talk show host, as well as uh, the president here of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. This is, uh, this is what uh, uh, legislation uh, is all about. So, um, so here we have uh, the Democrats, and we have heard from their speeches on the floor. Several have spoken out against uh, those organizations on the hard left, And uh, they have made it clear, some, not all, some are standing in lockstep and going to be voting no on the Democratic side, but some have uh, mentioned the fact that uh, uh, this is a first step, this is a uh, a bipartisan step, and uh, no, they don't want guns in schools, and yes, by and large, most of the Democrats on the left uh, wanted to have a ban of the AR-15, similar weapons, and they did not get that. Uh, But... um, They have made it clear that it is a first step, Eh? and they are going to be bucking their party on the left. Now, the Democrats are a minority party. When I come back, I'm going to uh, give you the scenario uh, of what uh, the situation is on the right. With uh, House Republicans, uh, the NRA, uh, House Speaker Richard Corcoran, there is uh, equal amount of intrigue and pressure... Um, and demands uh, coming down on the Republican side. So, here's where we're at. There is 120 members of the Florida House. Half of that is 60. 61 is the magic number. Now, I've been told that the Republican whip, uh, or those that are whipping, believe that uh, they have the votes to pass this package Uh, It's in the mid to high 60s, but we don't know for sure. I have a hunch when the final vote comes down, I think those voting for the package might be slightly higher, Um, but we will have to wait and see. Now, when I come back and uh, Speaker Corcoran is uh, in the chair, I'm going to also ask uh, Joe to kind of keep an ear out uh, so that if I'm broadcasting and he starts hearing Uh, that the final debate has taken place and uh, they're going to close on the bill. We want to be aware of that. But our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley with live coverage of the final debate on uh, Senate Bill 7026. The bill, the entire nation and the state is uh, waiting to hear how the Florida House of Representatives will vote if they vote to approve it, it then goes to Governor Scott. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't touch that now. I'll be right back.
0: And I know it's going to be a lovely day.
3: Ladies, how about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talk's Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. And you'd say any precious. Come early for our Ladies' Expo featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres. Faith Talks Ladies' Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com.
4: Here's Dr. Robert Jeffress with today's Pathway Minute. God is all-powerful. God is all-loving. He is all-wise. And He has a plan. He's working out through the suffering, the tragedy you're experiencing Isn't that what the scriptures teach? Joseph was betrayed by his brothers, sold into slavery, left for dead. But remember, God used that betrayal by his brothers to put Joseph exactly where God wanted him to be, at the right hand of Pharaoh, the most powerful man in the world. And in Genesis chapter 50, when Joseph finally confronts his brothers, who decades earlier had sold him into slavery, he didn't face them with resentment and bitterness. Remember what he said to them? He said... And as for you, you meant it for evil, but God used it
1: for good. Today's Pathway Minute is provided by your station and Pathway to Victory. To hear the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. When was the last time the owners of a heating and A.C. company took time to share money-saving tips on your A.C. system? Learn how to save on costly repairs and maintenance during Keeping It Cool with Lance, the air guy, and the owners of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool every Saturday morning at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1.
2: And we're back, Bill Bunkley, bringing you live coverage of the final vote of the response of the Florida legislature to the Parkland shooting. Glad to have you back with us, 21 minutes past the hour on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. The bill, the the horrible massacre that absolutely rerouted the 2018 session of the Florida legislature uh, is coming near to an end. And the drama will be building as to what that final vote will be. Uh, it's going to be to some degree all over the map, though I do believe there's a majority to pass this bill. This is the final stop for the bill. Before I um, give you a little insight on the Republican dilemma that that uh, is happening, I just uh, gave you the um, the analysis on the Democratic side. Uh, but first I want to remind you that our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. also want to remind you that uh, our Regnery Publishing uh, promotion is in full steam for the month of March. And I want to uh, encourage you to go to either am860theanswer.com or am930theanswer.com to register on the contest tab on the menu bar for this month's uh, book. We have five copies of Echo in Ramadi. The First-Hand Story of U.S. Marines in Iraq's Deadliest City. Uh, that has, uh, the author is Scott A. Huesling, um, retired United States Marine Corps Infantry Major, and uh, it is about urban contact. So uh, we've got five to give away. Register today for the first time, and you can register at either of our answer websites each and every day, and that increase your odds of uh, winning. Now, uh, let's give you an idea about what's happening on the floor right now. And um, throughout the day, the members who are term limited, term limited out, that means they're finishing up their eight-year term, it's a tradition in the Florida House and Senate that there is an opportunity for that member to uh, say farewell. So right now we have a little pause in the action as uh, we started at 1045 this morning, if you're just joining me. Uh, in terms of debating in the final debate before the final vote for the Parkland Parkland shooting response of the legislature. Um, Speaker Pro Tem, uh, Jeanette Nunes from Miami, uh, from House District 119 Republican. Uh, She has been the voice in the chair uh, over the last couple of days, uh, often as she has been uh, the the individual who has been... uh, quarterbacking the debate, both Republican and Democrat, uh, on this and many other bills. She is in her farewell address, and when she concludes, we'll be back to uh, those members of the House who want to be recognized uh, in debate, final debate. Now, what's happening on the Republican side, uh, as you can well imagine, with the idea that this package calls for um, both uh, shotguns and long rifles, Uh, Right now, uh, under Florida law, uh, someone 18 to 21 can lawfully go and uh, apply for the purchase, pass the background checks, and they can buy uh, the long rifles. In Florida, uh, you cannot buy a pistol uh, legally until you are 21. This uh, package is going to call for the there to be what uh, the supporters would say is a uniform policy that basically if you're not 21, you're not going to be buying any firearms in the state. Now, I can tell you that uh, that has been opposed by uh, some of the, the gubernatorial candidates. I can tell you that it has been fiercely opposed by the NRA, both nationally and more particularly here in Florida. Marion Hammer, the very well-known lobbyist for the Florida NRA, uh, has vehemently said that uh, she is uh, wanting uh, NRA supporting members, uh, most of which are the uh, member of the Republican Party in the House. She wants them to vote no on the package because uh, she uh, and the NRA are are very clear that uh, all law-abiding citizens in the state do not, uh, or should not, be penalized because of the actions of the uh, deranged shooter in South Florida. So um, now you have that. Uh, the Speaker of the House, Richard Corcoran, who has, I understand, a perfect voting rec- record. Uh, he's, he's he's very conservative, socially conservative and conservative. So it doesn't, it's not surprising that he would have a perfect uh, voting record with the NRA. Obviously, the fact that uh, uh, he was a part of the leadership team that cobbled together this agreement and the fact that uh, he is okay with raising uh, to the age of 21 uh, the, um, the point at which uh, anyone can buy a gun Uh, There is a a rift between the NRA and with um, um, uh, Speaker Corcoran. So now what we have is, um, now we have a situation where now on the right, um, some Republicans have uh, stood up and uh, not many, not as many as on the Democratic side, but we've had Republicans because of the of the gun situation are saying they can't support the bill but um i i got to say that if anything um both sides obviously if you are a conservative republican it, you're going to hear from your constituents that are on the left be a democrat on the left you're going to hear from from your constituents about you know what if you're going to if you're going to make the teachers have guns and you're not going to ban that AR-15, we're going to vote you out of office. So that's kind of typical, right? Just like if you're on the left, and uh, if you happen to be a conservative living in one of the Democratic districts, and uh, you think this is a reasonable compromise one or another, and, and you call them, they're, they're used to getting this opposition. But add to that the fact now that members of their own team, You've got uh, a lot of the fundraising arms of Florida Democrats. They're putting pressure saying you got to vote no. And then you've got Republicans getting pressure from the NRA to vote no. Now you have this whole mix that's just not party lines. It's not just partisan. I mean, it's all over the map. And so each and every representative, number one, has to do some soul searching. My recommendation would be to pray first and do the right thing regardless of the political uh, fallout. Um, I believe that some people, uh, no matter how they vote today, depending on the makeup of their district and how that district can be organized, there could be people today uh, on all uh, areas of the political spectrum that that might go back, and they're going to be attacked from the groups who um, bo- both on the same side of the aisle or opposite of the aisle terms of party registration, there's some folks that because of this vote today may well not be back next year because uh, someone will uh, mount a successful campaign against them. So as we are um, waiting to uh, get to the final vote, uh, we're going to be right here with you. If it happens before 6 o'clock, we're set to bring that to, to you live. But uh, phone lines are open, 877 943 9673. We get back, we'll take your calls. And then the next drama is will Governor Scott sign it or veto it? I'll let you know the details on that as the drama is building as the Florida legislature and the governor get closer to the decision on the Parkland shooting package. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll check in with SRN. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
5: News. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Attorney General Jeff Sessions says the Justice Department is suing the state of California over its refusal to cooperate with immigration enforcement in that state. Sessions calls California's laws unconstitutional and a violation of common sense. The U.S. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos today paying a visit to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. She says that she is hearing suggestions to improve safety from the students who went through that mass shooting where 17 people were killed. On the heels of a big storm last week, another late winter blast is headed for parts of New England. Heavy wet snow and gusting winds are expected to take down a few more trees and maybe snap some power lines already weakened by last week's storm. On Wall Street at the closing bell, it was the Dow down by about 83 points. The Nasdaq fared better up by about 25. The S&P 500 lost just about 1.5 points. More details at SRNNews.com.
1: Before lunch, enjoy God's Word. Weekdays at 11 a.m., it's In Touch with Charles Stanley. That's why he was a man of God's own heart. That's why he was a man of great character. He listened to God. And at 1130, leading the way with Michael Youssef. Biblical truth compels all members of all cultures to come to terms with the demands of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1.
2: Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into geopolitical issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person double occupancy. For just $3,965 you'll receive round-trip airfare from tampa four and five star hotels wi-fi equipped motor coach three meals daily all taxes and tips for more information go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510 that's 813-515-1510.
6: We're building new memories at the 2018 Florida Strawberry Festival. Today is American Heroes Day. All active, reserve, and retired military, veterans, law enforcement, and first responders are admitted free with valid ID. It's ride thon Day. Purchase a wristband to ride all day for only $20. Plus, get a free polar pop at Circle K with each Midway wristband purchase. Enjoy Engelbert Humperdinck at 3:30 and Trace Atkins at 7:30 on the Wish Farm Sounds. STAGE. Tomorrow is the Drifters, Platters, and Cornell Gunners Coasters. Then I Love the Nineties Tour featuring Vanilla Ice, Salt and Pepper, and Tone Loaf. Now through March eleventh with hundreds of exhibits, arts and crafts, free entertainment, awesome food, and our delicious strawberry shortcake. Get details and tickets today at flstrawberryfestival.com or visit a participating public supermarket for discounted mission
1: tickets. The twenty eighteen Florida Strawberry Festival. Mm -mm. Building new memories. Sunday Mornings at 30. Don't miss Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, lead pastor of Center Point Church in Valrico. Center Point Church invites you to spend Easter Sunday with us. Learn more under Current Events at centerpointfl.org. That's centerpointfl.org. Listen every Sunday morning at 9:30 for Unfiltered Radio on Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1.
2: Hey, we're back and uh, we, are, we are giving you the exclusive live coverage of um, what the Florida House is uh, getting ready to decide when it comes to that comprehensive package uh, in response to the Parkland shooting. The bill is Bill 7026. That is going to be the bill of record. Uh, they have been in final debate in the, in the Florida House since 1030 this morning. Uh, we do expect to vote, but i don't know have I have no way of knowing how many more uh, legislators are wanting to enter into the debate um, in this final debate. There has not been any uh implementation of a rule to where hey you got to do your debate in three minutes, so we'll keep rolling they've also been doing what 's called farewell speeches, and uh, they're just wrapping up one of those. I will tell you that um, if uh, all of the debate concludes uh, and uh, we have uh, Speaker Corcoran uh, in the uh, chair um, getting ready to orchestrate the final vote on this package, we will then take you back live to the floor of the Florida House. Now, we still have some uh, updating to do on what happened uh, in the Senate. We'll get to that uh, a little bit later on in our show today in terms of gambling But uh, before we um, start taking our callers, 877-943-9673, we'll get to Nick in just a moment in Sarasota. So, let's say the Florida House votes this package out. It's got to have at least 61 votes to happen. Um, This was designed that uh, the reason why yesterday all 60-plus amendments were voted down ended up that when this package passed out of the Senate on uh, Saturday... They were working very close with House leadership and when this came over to the Florida House, um, they were not interested in having this bumped. Now, many of you are asking, okay Bill, what does it mean to get bumped? Well, you know that both chambers, whether it's uh, in Washington, Florida, or any other state capital, both chambers have to vote on identical language. The House bill and the Senate bill have to be identical. Then, once they're identical, they're combined. That's why right now we're referring this to Senate Bill 7026. Look back in the history, you'll see the House bill was incorporated into this bill. That's why we're dealing with this bill. So, if uh, one word, or two words, or three words of the current uh, language of Senate Bill 207026, if that gets altered, guess what? The bill, when it passes the House, it has to go back to the Florida Senate because it's not exact well the House has been able to take the package that was voted out of the Senate on Saturday the uh, no further amendments were put on the uh, Senate package so they are actually debating and voting on what was the Senate package on Saturday that means that if the um, if uh, uh, this uh, vote prevails and the bill passes instead of going back to the senate it's going to go straight to governor rick scott's desk now very quickly here's the drama this bill has the uh, the marshals program some call it the sentinel program but it has the uh, the opportunity for some uh, highly trained volunteer teachers to be armed and have concealed weapons the governor said that uh, he did not support that measure he wanted to have uh, sros that stands for School Resource Officers, when you hear some of that in the, in the debate. Uh, that he wanted to ramp up and hire one school resource officer per 1,000 children uh, or students in a school. Question is, all this package goes to the governor. Will the governor sign it as is, even though he doesn't like uh, having uh, teachers involved with the defense? Or will he um, let it become law um, with that provision in it. So going to go to the phones in just a moment, but as I'm watching Speaker Corcoran uh, here at 438 on this Wednesday afternoon, it appears as if uh, he, um, as he's looking around, uh, he's point. people are raising their hands and I can tell that he's looking around. You raise your hand in debate and that means you want to debate. So as he sees you, he'll be making a list. And so Joe, just as a programming note, looks like he just wrote, he might have asked the question, uh, and this will happen in these long debates, he might have asked the question, who else wants to go in debate? Who else wishes to be recognized in debate? And as they raise their hands, he's looking around, and he's simply writing down their names. And so we may be on the final list of uh, six, seven, or eight people, maybe not. So uh, I want to just tell you again as a programming note that uh, if we get to the point in today's broadcast before we go off the air in our second hour when we are over on our faith talk stations, AM 570, AM 910, and 102.1 in Lakeland, Uh, We're going to take you straight to the floor for that discussion. So now you know what the posture is, and uh, we'll get into uh, the gambling bill a little bit later on. Our callers have been very patient. Phone lines are open right now for you. I think we have an available line at 877-943-9673. Let's go to beautiful Sarasota. Nick is standing by. Nick, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hi, Bill.
7: Hi, Bill. I'm enjoying your show today. Uh, It's great to have as ringside coverage of uh, such an important piece of legislature as what we have going on here. Um, I have read the bill twice. Um, I don't know. Well, good for you. Yeah, (laughs) it it is available online uh, at FL Senate, and it's uh, you know you want to read the last revision of it, which is I think E two. Yes. And uh, my comment today is that there's a large portion of this bill that is not being discussed by anyone, and uh, it is really a very serious uh, aspect of the bill, which has to do with uh, confiscating and seizing firearms.
2: Well, Nick, uh, put some light case. on it. Tell us, tell us of what you've discovered.
7: Well. Um, as you know, the bill goes through many things. I mean, it starts off with like 10 pages about who can be a risk protection officer and things like that. It favors the retired sheriffs and all sorts of retired Florida people. And, and then within short order, military to get into wording about the risk protection orders and when they can seize guns from people who they think may be crazy. And uh, the bar is very, very low for having action to be taken place against someone. For example, Bill, I could, tomorrow if this thing passes, say that I think Bill's crazy and uh, is um, in danger of hurting me. And I would have to have very little proof to have the police show up at your house, to have your weapons seized, and uh, for you to have to be evaluated and/or at least go through a considerable period of time before you could get your weapons back, even if my case, my charge is completely bogus, of which there is very little penalty for you know uh, doing this to someone. So I just think it's a very rushed, bad legislation on a number of. Uh, uh, levels. Uh, this type of legislation exactly was that which was utilized uh, in the Soviet Union, where they called people crazy and sent them off to gulags uh, uh, quickly upon you know taking their guns first. So it's a very low bar, and uh, I have worked in the mental health field uh, on the insurance aspect, and these people have almost a pseudoscience for creating conditions so they can build them, and they will create a new number just so they can build them, a new mental disease, a new mental condition. So it is a, um, a kind of a quagmire, mental health in general, when you're deciding whether you're going to strip someone of their second amendment rights and this whole aspect of the bill i don't hear any talk about whatsoever i mean yeah we get the arming of the teachers uh, yes we make provisions for you know share, retired sheriffs and everybody to be a resource officer um it, it's just a very much rush to uh market uh, piece of legislation um you know i've I uh, work for a lawyer. I'm not an attorney, but I have done legal research for an attorney, and, man, is this a like, cobbled-together uh, document, if I've ever seen one, with a lot of what's called, uh, in the business, boiler yes. So it's 105 yes. pages yes. long. I really suggest, uh, you know, uh, all the good people listening to your show to read it for themselves and see what they think. Yeah, so, let,
2: me, let, let me respond a little bit, because, Nick, you are certainly right on. Um one observation is the reason why you're not hearing it talked a lot about first of all those on the left uh Democrats and liberals on the left um they will embrace anything that will um uh, remove guns from individuals, so you're not going to hear they're aware of it they're not going to bring it up because um of uh of it kind of goes toward their overall position on the other side um we have a court case that was down in Miami that basically said that um as law enforcement was try- at a previous time law enforcement was trying to um uh, gather up guns from someone who was baker acted and we had a a judge in South Florida say you can't do that so what's happening is and i, I hate to use the term knee jerk but what's happening is that yes uh, one term that was referred to earlier today that this has been something put together in a couple of weeks, uh, cut and pasted. you know, uh, lift this language, put it in the bill, cut and paste. And so what you have is you have a general response by Republicans that uh, I think acknowledge the fact that uh, there has to be uh, more um, authorization of law enforcement. Let's just take a, a pre you know, seven ninety seven twenty six 726 position, um, mm-hmm. that, yeah, when somebody gets Baker acted, you want to be able to pick up those guns uh, or, or hold those guns, at least for, for the time being. What's happened is, is that um, you have um, a situation where it's kind of, kind of similar to what the president said, and then rolled it back. And President Trump said, hey, we're going to grab the weapons first, and then we'll worry about due process later. I That's it, exactly
7: right, man. You were you hit it right on the button. When I was reading this, I said, "This is exactly what Trump said," which was yes. quote unquote, "Take the gun first and and figure it out later."
2: Yeah. <laughs> so so we got we got a break this coming up. And hold on, hold on, Nick. We got a break coming up. But you're absolutely right. Here's what's going to happen. If you remember when when the stand your ground law was enacted, even then, every time there's a comprehensive piece of legislation, there are always unintended consequences. I see a ton of unintended consequences already. What you're going to see is is this bill is going to be passed to appease the, the whole dynamics of public opinion, the hurt of families from South Florida, and, of course, the elections coming up. I guarantee you that there's going to be bills that are going to have to fix many provisions of this 100-page-plus bill uh, very soon in the next legislative session because uh, there's a whole lot in here, but uh, I, I, just to tell you, even on this program, I couldn't, I couldn't hit all of them. We got a break coming up, Nick. But I, I know your eyes. You've done a great job. But I thought I'd give you a, a moment or two here to uh, have the last comment.
7: Well, thanks very much, Bill, and, you know, I really appreciate your good, uh, you know, review of this thing because, uh, you know, I really need somebody who's got, you know, the the smarts to look at it like you do. So thank you very much. But, you know, this is bad legislation, and it is hard to get rid of legislation once it's enacted, once it's codified, and once you have law enforcement out out there. We don't need bad legislation in Florida. We need good legislation, and this is not it.
2: All right. Nick, Sarasota, thank you so much for your very, very wise observations, and thanks for being with us this afternoon. Look forward to your next call. Now, Stuart, if you will hang in, I promise you, Stuart, we'll go to you next in St. Pete. He wants to weigh in on the NRA, and James is standing by in Clearwater. James, even if we uh, get into uh, the top of the next hour, we'll take your call in order. And we have a line that's now open. So 877 943 9673 if you want to take that third spot. Bill Bunkley, as we are waiting for the final vote of the Parkland shooting response. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Be right back.
8: Don't miss the Jewish Federation's Happy Birthday Israel Celebration. Experience the Keshet Chaim Dance Ensemble using melody, rhythm, and ethnic contemporary movement to preserve Jewish tradition and stories. Enjoy as leading international group, The Shook perform their take on traditional Jewish music. The Happy Birthday Israel Celebration, Sunday, March 11th at 7 p.m. at the Jewish Federation Campus, 580 McIntosh Road. For tickets, go to jfedsrq.org. That's jfedsrq.org.
9: This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for TownHall.com. In the wake of the horrific school shooting in Florida, well-organized activists have embarked on a strategy of attacks against the NRA. Some have attempted to brand the NRA as a terrorist organization, and companies have been bullied into dropping business ties with it. But it hasn't worked. In fact, analysis by Boyer Research, published recently on Town Hall Finance, shows that online inquiries about membership in the NRA reached the highest levels ever recorded. In other words, large numbers of Americans saw these attacks and, instead of running away from the NRA, started researching how they can sign up. And those companies which ended business relationships with NRA have suffered sharp declines in public favorability. Apparently, Americans like the whole Bill of Rights, despite political attacks on parts of it. I'm Jerry Boyer.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful
9: campus.
3: We hold these
11: to be Imagine a school where students memorize great works of literature beginning in kindergarten. At the Classical Academy of Sarasota, they do Imagine a school where students are taught cursive, formal grammar, and how to decode the English language as opposed to sight word reading. Imagine a school where history and science are taught every day of the week. Imagine a school where students learn to create complete thoughts and speak and write in complete sentences. At the Classical Academy of Sarasota, they do. Imagine a school where students take formal logic, rhetoric, and Latin. At the Classical Academy of Sarasota, they do. The Classical Academy of Sarasota is a pre-K to 12th grade campus founded with the help of Hillsdale College. TCA is grounded in the teaching of virtue and completely free from the common core. If this is the kind of school you always imagined for your children, contact us at TCASarasota.com. That's TCASarasota.com.
12: Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr.,
2: Bill Bunkley here, and we are back covering uh, the action on the floor of the Florida House this afternoon as um, they are getting closer to this vote. However, it still could be hours away. Everyone wants to join the debate. Uh, I want to also remind you that uh, it's going to roll over to the second hour of our show. If you uh, have an interest in not seeing slot machines wallpapered all over the state of Florida, and that is, uh, well, the expansion of gambling, Hey, don't want to miss my analysis of what happened in the Florida Senate, as that is another major bill that we're watching. The three major issues, number one, the budget apparently has been agreed to, so that's off... uh, off the big board for a moment as we get ready to get that ready for to be voted on sometime this weekend or monday and the big package for the parkland shooting response and then of course the third one is gambling but right now we're talking about the package that uh, the florida house is debating and james in clearwater is standing by by the way we have a line open just for you Hey, join the conversation, 877-943-9673. We'll be carrying the conversation uh, over into the second hour, so uh, get your spot, get your lineup, be glad to get you on. James in Clearwater, welcome to the Bill Buckley Show.
13: Hey, thanks, Mr. Buckley. Um, Basically, what we're looking at here is uh, people who identify with looks, um, country, race, color, whatever else, uh, versus character and facts. Uh, all, most all guns are semi-automatic, so whether it's a long rifle, whether it's a so-called assault weapon. It's simply you pull the trigger one time and the next bullet comes out. Bump stock acts like a spring. recoil comes back. It pushes it back against your finger faster than you could yourself. Okay, I get that. But the so-called assault weapon, man, it's just like any other gun in function. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It's the same as just about any other thing out there. And that's what needs to
2: be um, drilled on. Well, and, and that's, of course, the story that uh, folks that are very strong about the Second Amendment, uh, they will tell you that day in and day out. Um, however, um, w- well, and i give you an example. Even in, uh, i give you an example about the texting bill. Uh, when you talk about looks, uh, whether it's the looks of a gun or whether it's a person of color, understand that a lot of legislation in Tallahassee where you have a a black, white, left, right, um, there's a lot of concerns. And give you an example, when you look at this legislation and uh, you've got the teachers' unions that are pounding away on those on the left not to vote for this, you've got the NRA pounding away on those on the right not to vote for this, and give you an example, if you kind of can understand where some of the interests come in, Let's take the the bill that uh, was considered making texting a first offense. Now, most folks, uh, if you're not black or African-American, you're thinking of it, I'm a white individual, so I'm just thinking about the fact that if I get caught texting, I'm going to get pulled over as a primary offense, whereas right now it has to be secondary. Well, when you listen to the debate of the African-Americans in the Florida House, they will tell you that uh, they and how they... Uh, raise their children and caution their children. They believe that uh, they uh, have a much higher incidence of being pulled over, and they're opposed to the texting bill not because of the safety of it, because they think it will just give law enforcement another reason to pull over a black individual. So getting back to what you said, and and I agree, um, when you have this, this is a, a particular long rifle, that has been used in a whole lot of violent videos. It's been used on movie sets depicting, well, our conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Benghazi. And so you have the... the well, not uh, quite because those are full automatics. Well, they're also, well, they're full automatics, but you, but you were talking about the visual, I think. Right, right. right yeah, right. I'm just referring to the visual. I'm not try- Those are weapons of war. What we have on the streets are not the weapons that we use in the military. Uh, and don't function so i'm just saying yes you're absolutely right because you have to deal with the politics of image we got a minute or so but i'll I'll let you give some final thoughts well it's
13: just a matter of you know people really need to think exactly what happened in in those individual classrooms and if the person can't get in um you're cool i mean and, and i believe this bill has uh allowances for uh bulletproof glass and uh hardened steel doors that they can't and um you know, no matter what's outside the door, no matter what type of weapon it is outside of a massive blast, then the kids will be all right.
2: Doesn't yes. matter. There is hardening, yes. There is hardening for the bill. Let me remind our folks, if you'd like to read the bill, it's over hundred pages, you can go to myfloridahouse.gov, myfloridahouse.gov. You can either you know you can also go to FL Senate and at the top you'll see there's a place for research a bill. Just plug in SB seven oh two six. That's SB7026, and make sure you're reading the latest version, and you can read what's in the bill. Go go ahead. Final thought.
13: Uh, last thing is that people that call this assault weapons really don't know their guns, and it's just sad um, that it's going to be, again, identity politics, and it's it doesn't have a really place in it. Let's talk about facts. Let's talk about protecting the kids. Well, it's really going to work, and, um, you know, keep everybody safe by letting this amendment stand the way it is.
2: I would say, what, 80% of the folks really don't know, well, maybe not that high, 70% of folks don't know guns well enough to know the definitions. Would you? What would you place that number at?
13: Oh, probably 95.
2: Okay. All right, James got a hard break, but James, thanks for your participation this afternoon and look forward sure. to chatting with you again. That's James in Clearwater. He's gearing up for spring break, I guarantee you, with the throngs of people coming down. Well, that'll wrap up uh, our first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, but I'm not going anywhere, and I'm going to invite you to, well, follow me along. Coming up next on 1380 The Biz is the Consumer Quarterback Show coming up at top of the hour. And on AM 860, AM 930, it will be Jay Sekolo. But if you'd like to go to hour number two and hear the final debate, if it comes up, I'll be at AM 570, AM 910, or 102.1 in Lakeland for Hour 2 of the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, it's been a pleasure being with you.
10: Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll ever eat again. That's the grim reality for poor families in Haiti. Odette doesn't know when she'll be able to feed her family again. She and her husband, Jerome, care for their two grandchildren after the death of their daughter. But because of their age and poor health, it's hard to find work. Odette knows that her grandchildren aren't getting enough to eat, but she has no way to find or buy food. Poor families like Odette's suffer with no hope. They have no idea how they will survive. But you can help. Today you can provide food every day for the next year and a lifetime supply of clean, safe water through Food for the Poor. For just $50, you can ensure that Odette's grandchildren get the food and safe water they need to survive. Would you allow God to use you to save the lives of suffering children in Haiti and Guatemala? Please make your life-saving gift right now by calling 855-353-HOPE. 855-353-4673. 855-353-4673. 855-353-4673, 855-353-4673. You can also give by clicking the Give Life banner at TalkFaith.com. 855-353-4673.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at TalkFaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
14: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The Attorney General read the California the Riot Act over the state's defiance of federal immigration laws. Attorney
1: General Jeff Sessions says California's defiance is senseless and unconstitutional.
5: Federal agents must be able to do the job. That Congress directed them to do. He
1: said Oakland Mayor Libby Schaaf's warning last month that immigration raids were imminent was particularly outrageous.
5: How dare you needlessly endanger the lives of our law enforcement officers to promote a radical open borders agenda.
1: The Justice Department is suing the state over laws that bar local police from taking part in federal immigration enforcement. California authorities remain defiant. Governor Jerry Brown labeling Sessions' address a
14: stunt. I'm Warren Levinson. British police say they believe a Russian former spy and his daughter were poisoned with a nerve agent. Metropolitan Police Counterterrorism Chief Mark Rowley said Wednesday the attack on Sergei Skripal and his daughter Yulia on Sunday is being treated as attempted murder. He says police believe they were specifically targeted. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos visited Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida today, site of the massacre that took 17 lives when a gunman opened fire. DeVos says there are still comfort dogs at the school.
13: I spoke with a small group of students who's ha- that are having a particularly tough time And um, when I asked them about if any of them had had opportunity to connect with the dogs, all of their faces lit up in an amazing way.
14: After meeting with students, DeVos told reporters that arming some teachers should be considered an option but not a requirement. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders says some countries may be able to avoid President Trump's steel and aluminum tariffs. We
4: expect that the president will sign something by the end of the week, and there are potential carve-outs for Mexico and Canada based on national security and possibly other countries as well.
14: A mixed day on Wall Street as the Dow down by 83 points, the NASDAQ rose 25. More on these stories at townhall.com.
4: Hey, this is Ricky from Banyan Hill. You like freedom? I do. You like money? I do too. If you like freedom and money, then you're going to love freedom checks. You see, over the next few months, an estimated $34.6 billion is up for grabs to anyone who stakes their claim. Yep, you heard that right, $34.6 billion. To get all the details, just go to www.freedomchecks123.com. Thousands of people are already lined up to cash in. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri who's set to get a check for $24,075. And if Doug can do this, I've got a hunch that you can, too. But here's the thing. If you want the chance to grab your full fair share of this $34.6 billion payout, you must have your ducks in a row by April 1st. So don't wait. Get over to www.freedomchecks123.com before the April 1st deadline. That's www.freedomchecks123.com.
14: South Carolina's Lindsey Graham is the latest to call for a special counsel to investigate alleged surveillance abuses. If there was ever a moment for a special counsel, it is now. Graham telling the Salem Radio Network the Department of Justice and the FBI got off the rails when they sought a surveillance warrant from the FISA court based on an unconfirmed dossier.
7: The inspector general is a fine fellow, but he doesn't have the institutional power really to do
8: an investigation to deal with people who are not currently employed at the Department of Justice. Graham
14: suggesting that Attorney General Jeff Sessions' recusal probably prevents him from appointing a special counsel and that Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein should do so. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Facebook is investing $750 million over the next five years to build a huge data center outside of Atlanta. Governor Nathan Deal says it will be built in Newton County about 45 miles east of downtown Atlanta. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Russia's President Vladimir Putin is praising President Trump, but at the same time is expressing disappointment with America's political system. Asked if he was
1: disappointed with Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin told Russian state TV that he had no such feeling, adding he'd had a very positive impression of the president when he met him on the sidelines of international summits last year. Putin praised Trump as a great communicator who's easy to talk to, a man with whom you can search for a compromise. But, Putin added, the U.S. political system wasn't in good shape, saying it's been demonstrating inefficiency and has been eating itself up. Moscow's hopes for better ties with Washington had been dashed by allegations of collusion between Trump's campaign and Russia.
7: I am Charles de Luthezma.
14: Billionaire investor Carl Icahn denies he had any prior knowledge of President Trump's plans to impose tariffs on imported steel and aluminum, When he sold about $31 million of stock in a steel-dependent company last month. More at townhall.com.
1: This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne
0: of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN.
9: Our rights come from nature and God and not from government.
6: You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God.
0: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
2: And welcome back for our second hour. Bill Bunkley here as uh, we have uh, been standing by since about 1045 this morning, uh, listening to... um, Members in debate, uh, member after member after member, as well as uh, a good healthy amount of farewell addresses that uh, average about uh, 10 minutes in length, and that's because uh, if you're just joining us, uh, this is the third, well, coming up on eight-hour installment. My first eight hours uh, uh, exclusively was on Saturday when the Senate took this up all day Saturday, the House yesterday for most of the day went through 60 amendments that was put on the Senate bill that came over. We're talking, excuse me, we're talking about the Parkland shooting package that is now the package that the Florida legislature has settled in on. And um because um because of many years of experience right now, we are um watching Representative Margaret Good, who is the brand new legislator who was elected in Sarasota District 72 just a few weeks ago uh, who upset the the Republican, Uh, she is speaking uh, on the floor right now and um, because uh, I have again two decades of watching this process if uh, we get back to looking at the speaker, if the speaker Richard Corcoran is uh, on the dais then I think we may well be um, getting close to the final members who are going to debate what that means is, as a programming note, um, if, uh, if and when the final person in the debate concludes, and uh, I expect the incoming speaker next year, uh, Representative Jose Oliva, who um, has been negotiating this package, um, when the uh, debate ends and he is the final one to comment, he will give his final comments then they'll probably do what's called a quorum call to let everybody know to get in the chamber and then we'll have the final vote and again uh they need at least 61 votes if you weren't with us during the first hour uh there are a host of um, uh political dynamics political pressure if you will within the democratic party within the republican party have nothing to do with just partisan politics And so um, the last uh, whip count, which uh, whip just means that there are members of the majority party who have their little notepads and uh, they'll go around and they'll poll the members because it's like a lawyer. You never want to ask a question unless you have a pretty good idea how it's going to turn out or if you know you're going to ask a question and don't know how it's going to turn out, you present it uh, accordingly. So... The programming note is is that uh, I'm going to be uh, sharing in just a moment an update of uh, what's happening in the area of, uh, uh, of, of a potential gambling expansion here in the state of Florida, a last minute move as we are in the final days of um, our time here in the regular session. Now, if you're just joining us, three major issues, a little bit of a recap here. Three major issues we're watching toward the end. Number one is the budget. Number two is the Parkland uh, shooting response. Number three would be the the gambling package. And so um, where we are at right now, we uh, had uh, word just a few hours ago that uh, there is agreement on the budget. And uh, right now, uh, the earliest that uh, they might be able to pull it together is to have a vote on the budget Saturday which means they would extend the session by a day. The session has to wrap up by this Friday. That's the 60th day. Um, if that doesn't happen, I don't suspect they would vote on Sunday. I could be wrong. Um, certainly, uh, I know it wouldn't be Sunday morning, but uh, what may happen is if if staff cannot get this together because uh, this agreement has to be put together. It, there used to be a big old uh, book like a, the old telephone books. And each one of the copies of the budget, uh, there were 120 copies laid on each of the desks of the Florida House and on each of the desks of the Florida Senate. But now in the age of technology, we still call it laying it on the desk, but it's basically when it appears in your inbox because it's a PDF nowadays. But anyway, once that happens, it has to have a cooling off period of 72 hours. So depending on when the staff can get all that together, I'm just suggesting to you, that uh, the session is going to at least go through Saturday, may go through Monday, and if there's any kind of technical glitches or for whatever, or they decide to extend another day or two to Tuesday or Wednesday, they can do that. So um, we'll be standing by, and uh, I am hoping, just because um, uh, it would be uh, a real treat if the Florida House were to get in the posture of closing on the bill and having the vote And uh, to be able to bring you that uh, live on our exclusive Florida coverage, uh, that would be a a very good thing. Uh, No other um, commitment to to the Florida legislature by any other radio station in the state of Florida. And, of course, there's no other program like the Bill Bunkley Show that uh, brings this to you. And uh, for those of you who are engaged, for those of you who uh, uh, want to be informed, we hope that uh, not just today... Uh, but our coverage has been very helpful helpful to you over the last couple of months. Programming note, or just a reminder that uh, I am president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, and uh, we uh, have an opportunity. If you'd like to get our emails, uh, we give uh, weekly updates, and then I'll be giving an update uh, of a of a wrap up, and then of course uh, as we begin to uh, look at uh, working with uh, no casinos. Uh, I'm very much in support of the amendment that would um, take the expansion of gambling out of the hands of a governor, out of the hands of the legislature, uh, because uh, I think that uh, I'm very much opposed to any further expansion of gambling. I'm uh, opposed to any paramutuals, uh, uh converting into mini casinos in the poorest neighborhoods around the state, which uh, basically would rip off uh, the poor people. Again thinking that they're going to make the, they're going to make that big hit, but um, uh, you can uh, follow us at FloridaReligiousLiberty.com. that's FloridaReligiousLiberty.com, and um, uh, sign up for our email list. be glad to have you on board so Joe Weaver is uh, producing as we're standing by at the moment. let's take a timeout check in with our ministries and um, uh, wonderful sponsors of our program. And when we come back, I'll uh, give you an update on what's happening in gambling. And uh, your phone lines are open, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. You can join the conversation. And uh, know that uh, whenever the house goes to start wrapping up on this bill, we'll go straight to the house floor if it happens before 6. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into Jesus'. Ge- political issues facing israel today the all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person double occupancy for just $3,965 you'll receive round-trip airfare from tampa four and five star hotels wi-fi equipped motor coach three meals daily all taxes and tips for more information go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510 that's 813-515-1510.
3: Ladies, between career, family, friends, and church, there's barely time to breathe. How about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talks Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend.
11: Maybe it's just my husband or do, do some. he just hates to wash the clothes
3: but he loves to wash the car laugh out loud with several hundred of your bfs do so you know what i do i put all of his dirty underwear in the rag pile by the car <laughs> for our ladies expo featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres with food trucks on hand ready to satisfy your appetite for fun. Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend Thursday, March 22nd from 5 to 9 at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. Last year's event sold out so get your tickets early. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com.
1: Mark your calendar for Saturday, April 14th as Argosy University, Tampa, and the Diversity Action Coalition present DreamFest 2018. This fun-free event celebrates diversity, resources, education, awareness, and our military with entertainment, resources for families, kids' activities, food, guest speakers, and more in the historic Barryman Morgan Cigar Factory on Howard at 275. Visit Argosy.edu slash DreamFest or call 813-906-7955.
12: What do you value? That's what financial planning is really all about. For over 30 years, core values of stewardship, generosity, and contentment have shaped the way Snyder Financial Group helps clients like you plan wisely and leave lasting legacies. Share your values. Snyder Financial Group at sfgtampa.com. Securities and advisory services offered to appropriately registered representatives of the Strategic Financial Alliance. Member FINRA SIPC.
1: Saturdays at noon, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. The law is our
6: schoolmaster to point out the fact that we are sinners in need of a Savior. And Jesus stands there with his arms open wide saying, I can take your sin away. I can
1: wash it away through my blood and my sacrifice on the cross. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com. God is on the move, on the move, hallelujah God is on the move in many mighty ways God is on the move, on the move, hallelujah God is
2: on the move, on the move today Hey, we're back, Bill Bunkley here Could we just focus on that for just a moment? Uh It's about, uh oh, 17 minutes past the hour Regardless of what we're talking about, God is in control. God knows exactly what's going on every moment with all of these issues. And by the way, God is on the move. And um, oftentimes, uh, a lot of things in life don't necessarily go the way we want them to go. But I uh, just want to tell you that um, as uh, we are awaiting word on some major issues uh, to wrap up the 2016 session for our legislature, uh, I always remind myself that um, no matter what happens he's in control. Now, want to uh give a quick shout out to our pastors, uh pastor uh, or maybe you have a um have an organization that um, faith-based organization that uh you would like to expand your platform by having your own radio ministry right here on our Faith Talk stations. Well, our good friend Ron Walters coming in from uh, the um, the West Coast. and Of course, uh, he works uh, not only with our pastors' appreciations all around the country. He is uh, our ambassador to pastors. He's got an exciting opportunity for you if you would like to ramp up your broadcast ministry or maybe you have thought about starting a broadcast ministry. We've got an absolutely free workshop, and it's called, well, how to Ramp Up Your Broadcast Ministry. How original is that? The workshop is focused on your pastor or you as a pastor, maybe your church, as I said, maybe a ministry. And uh, it's going to be happening on Wednesday, March 21st. So mark your calendars, Wednesday, March 21st. We've got two options. Uh, we, well, we don't have two options. we got an option to eat and an option to be with us. Uh, lunch will be served at 1130 a.m. 11.30 a.m., come and break bread. And then from uh, 12.30 to 2 p.m., Ron Walters is going to be talking about uh, some uh, opportunities for you to maybe expand your message. It's going to be happening right at our Faith Talk studios in Tampa. They are located in the West Shore District of Tampa. So, And by the way, pastors, it is free. By the way, ministry leaders, it's free. But you have to RSVP. So if you'd like to join us at our studios on March 21st for lunch, And to learn about how you can get your own broadcast ministry uh, underway with a workshop with Ron Walters, go right now to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and click on the events tab and hope that uh, we get a chance to see you there. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about gambling in the state of Florida. As all eyes were on the Florida House today, you know that the Florida Senate is meeting as well. And uh, I have been, if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, you know that I have been uh, tweeting my concerns over the last few days, and today in the Florida Senate uh, they've made uh, what some might regard as their first move. Now know that you are going to be uh, having a chance to weigh in if you're a registered voter and if you are going to vote in the November elections, you're going to have an opportunity to vote on amendment that an amendment. the the Constitution of Florida that basically says it's up to you the voter if there's going to be any gambling expansion in Florida. What that means is if a casino wants to come to Florida, governor can't just slide it in, legislature is not just gonna you know approve it, get the governor to sign. No, it would have to go to a statewide referendum. Now let me tell you, I am staunchly opposed to any further expansion of gambling in Florida. Have been that way for over two decades. I'm still there today. I have seen firsthand the devastation of what the Florida lottery does to some of our poorest neighborhoods. And as I have been fighting paramutuals to be able to what they call decouple, that is, uh, they don't want to have dog races anymore. Why? Because nobody shows. They don't want to have high li anymore. Why? Because nobody shows. And less so for the horse tracks, they still have a pretty good following. But, you know, they've they've put in uh, simulcasts, they've put in the poker rooms, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. But you know what? We've got, uh, what, close to 40-plus parimutuel sites. I think that's the number. And you know what they want to do? They want to get the state to say, you no longer have to run these live events because that's the local referendums back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. That's why they're there. No, they want the legislature just to say, you know what, we're going to give you authorization to put in slot machines and all sorts of things. And so therefore, we'd have these little mini casinos all around the state. Well, let me just tell you something. Um, Florida went from being Swampland to being the number one tourist destination. And I don't have to tell you how popular Disney World, Universal Studios, uh, SeaWorld... Uh, the entire package of uh, what we do for families here in the state of Florida. And by the way, if you're an outdoors person, you know, a hunter, fisherman, whatever, either freshwater fishing or saltwater fishing, you know, it's very clear that Florida is a family-friendly, a recreational state. And uh, But there are those because of They're experts. They're experts uh, at preying on people. They're experts at gambling. And uh, so you've got a big push to expand gambling in Florida. Now, the Florida House historically has held the line, for the most part, on expansion. Can't say so for the Florida Senate. Now, I'm not talking about all the Florida Senate. In fact, I'm going to be sharing some names in a moment of those who held the line and uh, didn't vote on, uh, and you can look this bill up, Uh, Senate Bill 840, Senate Bill 840 by Senator uh, Travis Hudson, H-U-T-S-O-N. I am very much against this bill. You had two competing bills that were filed in the Florida House. The Florida House had a bill. Both of the bills recognize uh, that the contract extension is in limbo and needs to be addressed, ratified, whatnot for the Seminole Indian casinos now hear me out if it was up to me I would be happy if all the Seminole casinos were to shut down and leave that is not going to happen certainly not in my lifetime they are here and to give you an idea that uh, if they, uh, they they sign the next 20-year compact um, the Seminole revenue sharing represents about seven billion dollars to the state here in just the next few years so here's the news flash uh those uh, hard rock cafe is not going anywhere, so um there is some expectation I don't think it would pass in the Senate uh but to do the ratification to extend it twenty years now in the Florida House, uh, their bill called for uh paramutuals not to be able to decouple, which means that uh, they would not be able to you know. Have their mini casino games to be added and not run the live events. Uh, it also called for um, those uh, nineteen counties or where the number of counties were that sort of ran those bogus referendums, and now they're saying, "Hey, you uh, know, we had people that said that we're okay with putting a a paramutual in our area. Uh, we want you to do that." Well, the house said no, and oh no, they 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 ran the bills. I should say correction to put slot machines. Uh, in their counties, in their cities. Well, the House said no, and they're looking for a contraction of gambling. Now, the Senate package uh, not only allows for the decoupling, but just today, the Senate put their language on the House bill, and they added an amendment to where they would expand slot machines to all these counties. So what we're going to have is we're going to have the, the sunshine slot state. That's uh, what... Um, I put on my tweets today Uh, probably shows up on my Facebook as well so what happened was the house passed their restrictive bill sent it to the Senate the Senate had that bill which was HB 7067 they put their bill up also Senate bill 840 they then took their language of Senate bill 840 which is the expansion of gambling and they combined these two bills together now, that bill passed the Senate today, it got sent back to the House, the House is not going to concur, that means they're going to go to a conference committee maybe as early as tonight or tomorrow. Conference committees concern me. That's where they uh, they get together and start deciding, you know, the old horse trading, compromising, etc., cetera. Et cetera. Um, you might want to uh, send letters to or email or call the Speaker of the House, Richard Corcoran, and uh, if you don't want to see gambling expansion, I don't think he will do it. He's pledged to me he's not going to do it, but it doesn't hurt to do a little reinforcing. Um, but we're watching that, and uh, uh, we are ready to move. I, uh, I'm i in consul- uh, consultation with uh, No Casinos. I uh, talked to Paul Sago uh, just uh, moments ago uh, before we came on the air, comparing notes after the bill passed uh, earlier this afternoon, and so We are keeping a very, very extreme close eye on this, and uh, we'll be reacting accordingly. Now, uh, if something comes out of this or not in the next day or so, we'll have to see. Oftentimes, because of the huge amount of um, contributions that come in from the various forms of gambling, um, this may be just a move to appease some of the paramutual sites, as well as the lobbyists who represent paramutual sites, because uh, even though the legislators are not allowed to take money during session, keep in mind there's all sorts of leadership funds that are, well, with the Democratic Party, with the Republican Party. So uh, there's a lot of that going on 24-7, so we'll have to see. Now, let me give you a shout-out. Uh, Now, even though um, I characterize the Florida Senate as sometimes the sinister group that uh, is all for the expansion of gambling, that just means the majority in the Senate is for that expansion. Let me just share a little bit uh, about some of the members here. Uh, These following members, uh, they were, um, uh, I happened to uh, have noticed that no casinos uh, put out a Twitter earlier today saying thank you for voting no on the expansion of gambling in Florida. Um, I just saw that uh, when I saw that I then forwarded that with my comments and I said let me let us let me thank you also. Let me just mention uh, these names so you know if these senators are in your area they have voted no and they are standing with Florida. Uh, Florida being a family-friendly tourism state standing with florida's branding we don't want to have i'm going to tell you i i don't want a casino on clearwater beach i don't want a, a casino on mad beach or treasure island i don't want a casino uh just down the road on the beach um there in sarasota st armand's key um i don't want uh you know a casino uh, over near uh, disney uh it's very clear that Vegas a few years ago tried to change their image from being Sin City. And what I mean by that is, hey, come on out and do your gambling. Hey, come out and take in our adult shows and all that adult entertainment. Well, they went to a split. They, uh, they cut back on some of the Sin City stuff and uh, brought in family-friendly uh, uh, attractions. They tried it. It didn't work. It hurt their numbers. And guess what they did? They've gone back to, well, Sin City. Other than a few shows that come and go that are worthwhile if you like the entertainment. But, uh, you know, I got to tell you, they went back to gambling. Mixing, we have a branding, and especially with baby boomers, there's going to be more people here than you want to come here, trust me. If you think traffic is bad, just give another couple of weeks in spring break and more and more people retiring. They've come to Florida all their lives up and down the eastern seaboard. They're going to be here, but please, please, I ask you to join me in communicating with your legislators and saying no to expansion of gambling. What they may, what the Senate would like to do, the Senate would like to act now and preempt your vote in November, and I think that's wrong. I think at this point it's on the ballot. They know from polling that it's polling like it's 75, 78 percent, which means there's a just a good chance. Florida's or Florida voters are going to take this back and they're going to approve all future gambling. And, uh, you know, this, this move by the Senate is just to preempt you, the voters' will. Let me give a shout-out before we take a break. The following senators voted no earlier today. And, again, you can look up this bill on FLSenate.gov um, uh, or MyFloridaHouse.gov. Look up SB 840. SB 840, you can see the language in the bill. A shout out to Senator Baxley, Senator Bean, Senator Gaynor, Senator Huckel, Senator Grimsley, Senator Perry, Senator Javier, Senator Stargell, Senator Stubbe, and Senator Torres. All of those members of the Florida Senate voted no today. They are not on board with uh, this package that got sent from the Senate for the expansion of gambling. And in talking to, um, conferring with some of the folks on our side of the aisle, um, it was our understanding that uh, the Florida Senate could not get the 20 uh, votes necessary to vote this package out. Remember, there's two vacant seats right now uh, because of the sexual harassment uh, and the affair. Uh, with two uh, concerning two florida senators so there's only 38 voting members but nonetheless uh, it's our understanding that unless the amendment was put back on to allow slot machines in all of these counties which would be just horrendous very much opposed by the seminoles by the way um, they couldn't get the votes to get it out of that chamber so anyway as uh, as all eyes are what's happening on the gun debate, we very much are keeping a very close eye on the gambling package as well. So an update, um, debate is still happening in the Florida House of Representatives. And um, I was somewhat optimistic that uh, we might be able to bring you this, but I'm seeing that uh, Speaker Corcoran, in fact, is not in the chair. That means uh, we at least have a few more um of individuals who wish to speak on uh, Senate Bill 726, which is the final vote coming up on what the legislature's response will be to the Parkland school shooting. Phone lines are open if you'd like to comment on the uh, Parkland shooting bill or on gambling in Florida, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Let's take a quick time out, check in with SRN News. More, more of the Bill Bunkley show as we keep our eye on the Florida House of Representatives. I'll be right back.
8: Here's the latest from SRN News.
14: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A middle school teacher in southern New Jersey has been struck by lightning during a thunderstorm sweeping up the East Coast. The woman was holding an umbrella when the strike occurred. Police say she didn't lose consciousness and was taken to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The second major snowstorm to slam the Northeast in a week is producing reports of flashes of lightning and booming thunder. The White House says Mexico, Canada, and other countries may be exempted from President Trump's steel and aluminum tariffs under national security carve-outs. Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders says the exemptions would be in a case-by-case and a country-by-country basis. The openness to exemptions is a reversal from the policy articulated by the White House just days ago, but there will be no exceptions to Mr. Trump's plan for tariffs on imported steel and aluminum. Mixed Day on Wall Street. The Dow down by 83 points, but the Nasdaq rose 25. This is SRN News.
8: Don't miss the Jewish Federation's Happy Birthday Israel Celebration. Experience the Keshet Chaim Dance Ensemble using melody, rhythm, and ethnic contemporary movement to preserve Jewish tradition and stories. Enjoy as leading international group, the Shook perform their take on traditional Jewish music. The Happy Birthday Israel Celebration, Sunday, March 11th at 7 p.m. at the Jewish Federation Campus, 580 McIntosh Road. For tickets, go to jfedsrq.org. That's jfedsrq.org.
7: At Mr. Sparky, our skilled electricians can help fix any electrical problems. From breaker boxes to home surge protectors, we'll get your life back to normal faster. Call Mr. Sparky today and get a free service call with any repair. You don't have to
1: put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8 Sparky.
13: Limitations and restrictions may apply. Each location is an independently owned and operated franchise of Mr. Sparky. Each license respectively in their state or county.
10: Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll ever eat again. That's the grim reality for poor families in Haiti. Odette doesn't know when she'll be able to feed her family again. She and her husband, Jerome, care for their two grandchildren after the death of their daughter. But because of their age and poor health, it's hard to find work. Odette knows that her grandchildren aren't getting enough to eat, but she has no way to find or buy food. Poor families like Odette's suffer with no hope. They have no idea how they will survive, but you can help. Today, you can provide food every day for the next year and a lifetime supply of clean, safe water through food for the poor. For just $50, you can ensure that Odette's grandchildren get the food and safe water they need to survive. Would you allow God to use you to save the lives of suffering children in Haiti and Guatemala? Please make your life-saving gift right now by calling 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673. 855-353-4673. You can also give by clicking the
1: Give Life banner
10: at Let'sTalkFaith.com. 855-353-4673.
1: Saturday mornings at 1030, join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward.
10: And I think it's just a, a really helpful, positive development where we don't have to, you know, avoid important
1: questions like this. We can embrace dialogue. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday mornings at 10.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk Take a break for coffee and truth from God's Word. Weekday mornings at 10, it's Bible Line with Dr. Ralph Yankee Arnold. Doesn't matter what you've done, doesn't matter what you are doing. God still loves you. And so do I. And at 1030, Just Thinking with Robbie Zacharias. What we need to understand is that a loving God has given us a moral framework, not to destroy us, but to preserve us. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1.
2: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. It is 39 minutes past the hour as uh, we are in the final uh, days of the 2016 session of the Florida Legislature. And uh, as we were on the break, um, kind of multitasking here, um, reviewing a message I got from the governor's office uh, and how this works is there's there's a bill. I'll probably be mentioning this tomorrow. That uh, the governor has reached out uh, for some help uh, in a bill that I uh, am and would be supporting. And uh, I've been looking on the system here, trying to figure out, uh, I thought this bill was going to be fine, ready to go. So anyway, um, we'll be calling uh, back his representative here. We get off the air and see what we got. And so um, may have uh, an opportunity for you to be a part of the process by the time we come back to you tomorrow. Um for the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, it is uh, 40 minutes past the hour. Let's do a couple of updates here uh, because um I have an opportunity, pastors, for you to be a part of our Pastors Masters. And then we'll get to uh, something for the ladies in just a moment. Um, hey, if you're a pastor and you like to play golf, and especially if you are with us last year, you know it's a great time and it's absolutely free. It is our annual 2018 Pastors Masters Golf Tournament. It's going to be happening on Tuesday, April the 10th at TPC Tampa Bay. And the shotgun's going to be fired at 8.30 for uh, uh, the golf to begin. Uh, Come on out early. We'll have uh, breakfast uh, free, uh, compliments of Chick-fil-A Tampa Bay. We'll have a full round of golf there at TPC Tampa Bay. And then we'll have lunch. The best part of this, Pastor, is it's free. Now, if you are a pastor and you serve in the following counties, Hillsborough, Manatee, Pasco, Pinellas, Polk, and Sarasota. Hey, we want to invite you out. Now, space is limited. It's free. We have a great turnout. So make sure, and by the way, I'd suggest that uh, if you're by your home or office PC right now, Pastor, I suggest right this very moment, go to letstalkfaith.com slash pastorsmasters. That's letstalkfaith.com slash pastorsmasters to uh, sign up today. And again, that is for our Pastors Masters Golf Tournament, free for pastors. Now, ladies, it's almost free, just $5. But I want to tell you up this is the biggest bang for your buck, ladies, that you will get anywhere in 2018 because this is uh, the event that's right around the corner. Uh, it is our Ladies' Night Out. Now, that's going to be happening at Bell Shoals Baptist Church on Thursday, March the 22nd. That's Bell shows Baptist Church, Thursday, March 22nd. Going to be kicking things off at 5 o'clock and uh, look to wrap up about the 9 o'clock hour. Twofold is what we're going to be doing. First of all, we're going to have a chance for you to come at 5 and plug into the Expo. Expo is where we have all of those booths that you get to go from booth to booth. We've got some specialty shopping. We'll have some uh, giveaways. There's chances to put your name in a hat for those giveaways. Oh, the desserts that Bell Shoals puts together from their um, department there that handles uh, the catering affair. Oh, they'll also have light hors d'oeuvres. Now, I want to tell you that uh, for those of you uh, who it's a tight schedule or getting out to Brandon by 5 o'clock, we're also going to have some food trucks where you can buy a quick snack for dinner. So check it out. Food trucks, the great expo, and then after that, the formal program will be with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. All of that is just $5. Now, the event sold out last year, ladies, so we want you to get your tickets early. So go right now to letstalkfaith.com slash ladies night out. Letstalkfaith.com slash ladies night out to get your tickets. A couple other announcements here very quickly. Um, I, um, I had a chance to screen. Now, I, I'm an embargo. I can't tell you anything about it, or they were, or, sh- or, or Sony Pictures will come after me. But I want to tell you that I have, uh, I just screened the uh, motion picture that's going to be coming out in a few weeks at Easter. It's entitled Paul the Apostle. It's about uh, the Apostle Paul. And um, I cannot, I'm embargoed. All I can tell you is I previewed the movie and I'll be able to talk about it a little bit later on this month. Now, the other movie that I'll be previewing here in the next few days, kind of a busy time for me with all of what's happening in Tallahassee, I Can Only Imagine. It's a movie. That's right. The release date is coming up on Friday, March the 16th, a week from this Friday, in theaters all across the nation here as well. It's the song you probably have listened to or sung that song on so many occasions. And it has been the song that has given hope to me and so many others. And it's very, very, very inspiring, especially when you're in the middle of one of your most challenging life moments. And uh, the song was actually written in a matter of minutes by Mercy Me lead singer Bart Millard. But um, those lyrics represent a lifetime. And when you uh, get your tickets to come see this movie, I think you're going to know what I mean um it's an amazing outcome in a struggling man's life and i want to tell you right now that um if you remember the Irwin brothers uh they were the ones who brought uh, october baby mom's night out and woodlawn um it's going to be available in theaters and so if you want to see the trailer or get tickets i can only imagine.com i can only imagine.com it's a place to watch the trailer and get your tickets And in a few days, when I have a chance to um, get to uh, my screening, uh, my personal screening of I Can Only Imagine, I'll be glad to share my comments about that as well. And please don't forget, we're in the middle of our spring campaign every year. One of uh, what I call our station timeouts. It'll be all across WTBN, WGUL, WLSS, WWMI. It is our annual opportunity to uh, help the very important ministry of food for the poor. And in fact, uh, next Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, Todd uh, Chapman and Paul Jacobs are going to be joining Bill Carl, our morning host, and myself. And we're going to have some two very special days uh, with testimonies uh, on how we're going to be making a huge difference this year. And uh, we're going to be bringing food and water for life to kids both in the Caribbean and Latin America, both right here on our back doorstep. Now, we want to actually provide and rescue 400 children with life-sustaining food and clean drinking water in their village community for a lifetime. And right now, I want to tell you that your gift of $50 per child, think about this, for $50, bucks, you are going to feed a child for a year. That's always incredible. Whenever we do this each year, I just shake my head. $50 will provide food for a child for a year, and again, water for a lifetime, because we're going to put in a purification system or a well, and uh, I want to ask you to begin praying right now, maybe today. Can you help help us with these hurting children today? You can give right now. How many children? One, two, three, four, five? Well, uh, $50 a piece. If you want to help five children, it will be a one-time gift of $250, but Hey, you ask the Lord how many children he'd have you to provide for, and then make that call. That's 855-353-4673. That's uh, 855-353-4673. Or you can go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, click on the Food for the Poor banner, and uh, you can participate there. Well, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit disappointed, Joe Weaver, and uh, of course, uh, Joe is uh, producing our show today. Mike Miracle will be back tomorrow, taking a few well-deserved days off for vacation, and uh, I'm disappointed because, um, well, I've been at this. This is my third day, and today we started at about 1045 this morning, and uh, the Florida House has been dealing with one bill and one bill only all day. Uh, committee substitute for Senate Bill 7026. It's entitled Public Safety. And again, if you'd like to read the bill, Nick uh, pointed out some very important things from Sarasota during the first hour. A lot of unintended consequences for this uh, bill that was cobbled together in uh, just about two weeks' time uh, because of tremendous pressure to do so. But um, we uh, are waiting uh, probably... Uh, I'll see if I can get the tally. There's 120 members of the Florida House, and I'm wondering how many of those will actually would have uh, stood up and uh, debated this bill today throughout the day. It is uh, what we call, um, uh, <laughs> it's it's radioactive. This bill is a nuclear radioactive bill. And the reason why I say that is, is that, uh, Not only are there differences between Republicans and uh, Democrats, uh, there's Republicans, uh, Democrats with Democrats. There's differences Republicans with Republicans. And uh, whether you're pro-NRA or anti-NRA, if you are pro-teachers defending themselves in the classrooms or not defending yourselves in the classrooms, and then, as Nick pointed out, there was certainly a need uh, not only for law enforcement in light of the parkland shooting to do a, a, a tremendously i mean a gargantuan better job of communicating between agencies uh, because of all of the failures and i, I believe that if the agencies would have been doing their job i think there's a very good chance that 17 students and teachers in parkland uh, high school would at least the lion's share would be alive today but That's a a debate we'll have to, that's an answer we may have to wait till we get to heaven on. But um, as you look at uh, this package, uh, this is, um, for those of you who are not looking forward to the campaign season getting underway, with number one, all the negative campaign ads, number two, all those negative mailers that will start filling up your mailboxes, Uh, And then not to mention that uh, you're going to see, as they get more sophisticated, through your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter accounts, you're going to have a lot more coming through. And uh, now in the age, uh, not so much for the direct mail in your mailboxes, but the ability um, for uh, videos to be included, all these individuals that have been on this political stage in Florida, Uh, not only uh, all of Florida watching, but the nation watching as well. Uh, This is going to, uh, you know, it's going to be, for me it will be interesting uh, because I have lived through the actual debate, lived through examining the bill, and then as what happens every year, I start seeing the campaign ads coming in, and uh, oftentimes they don't resemble, or they pull something so out of context, and so we're going to have a lot of that going on uh, as we get to into the fall uh, campaign. Well, uh, as uh, we are still monitoring, it's uh, 51 minutes past the hour. Uh, it's the seventh day of March as we are live, and I'm looking at uh, our live coverage feed coming in as the debate continues to uh, unfold on the um, on the package here of the. Florida legislative response to the um, to the school shooting. A um, couple of uh, comments just to make that um, for those of you who are prayer warriors. I, I hope that um, it will not be lost on you because we 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 have limited time during our two hours, and we really deal on deal with cultural issues and in this case legislative issues, and so um, I hope it, it never ever escapes you. Uh, and especially from this show host, that um, you know the number one issue to get nailed down in your life is your relationship with Jesus Christ and um I want to just tell you that as we keep you informed on on the issues as man is doing man men and women men and women are doing their best to address. I want to tell you that nothing substitutes uh, your prayer for your host this program and especially for members of the legislature hope that those of you know that prayer does matter and prayer covering does matter and um, in that vein um we deal with a lot of issues but i want to tell you that all of this in the end result will be hay and stubble i mean i believe uh, we have a ministry of uh, the florida ethics religious liberty commission it's a ministry It's a ministry that I believe is of vital importance that God has called us to. And I think it's important for uh, men and women, uh, churches, pastors, uh, men and women who um, have uh, accepted the call of Christ to follow him and to follow his um, um, guidebook for living, which is the Bible. And there's all sorts of principles that we also bring those principles to the public square discussion, either in our city halls, our county commission chamber meetings, uh, the Florida Legislature, the US Congress, uh, House, Senate, White House, et cetera, et cetera. And so these issues are important. They are important to to bring to the forefront. But I want to tell you, nothing is more important than um, making sure that uh, uh, if today was your final moment, if, uh, you were to be on the way home this afternoon and God forbid that, uh, you have a heart attack or a stroke or an, or an accident, you know, oftentimes we're here talking about prophecy and we're talking about our trips to Israel and waiting for Jesus to come again and end time prophecy. But remember that, uh, um, before you join me tomorrow at four o'clock, um, you know, things could change. So, um. Please, I hope that if you haven't uh, nailed that down or made that decision, that's the most important decision you would ever make. Well, it's not going to happen during this program. I'll be tweeting it out later as to what the final vote is. Coming up in a moment, though, my pastor, Dr. Ken Whitten, in today's edition of uh, Living Truth, Greatness of Grace. The Greatness of Grace, which is uh, part two, of a two-part series, that's coming up uh, here in just a moment on the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, tomorrow, uh, well, Mike Miracle will be back, but um, we'll also uh, uh, we'll have another round of updates. We'll have an idea how this vote went. Uh, we'll also be probably uh, hearing from the governor as to what his intentions may or may not be with accepting this bill or vetoing it. Uh, we may even have some updates about uh, what is coming out about any uh, conference committee on gambling. And, of course, um, as we are getting closer to uh, the end, uh, there are still many other issues that are up in the air. And um, as I get with the governor's office and determine um, what bill that they'd like uh, me to assist on, we'll probably be sharing that with you as well. Because uh, with all um, certainty, it is a, a bill that has to do with the Christian worldview. Well, I'm Bill Bunkley. And I'm going to take a break right now, but until tomorrow, I hope you have a great evening. God bless and good night.